0: And welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating, or a written review, and just let me know what you are loving about the show, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Any and all feedback is welcome. That feedback gets the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So I am back from another mini hiatus. Um, So many lately, Um, but if you guys follow me on Instagram, I put a post about why I've been so MIA slash inconsistent on social media and on this podcast. I was actually finishing up the master's portion of my master's slash PhD in depth psychology. So for the past four weeks, I've been taking these PhD entrance exams, so it's been incredibly rigorous I like all of my bandwidth had was going in that direction and so (sighs) I passed (laughs) like man um, it's super exciting and you know just have a couple weeks off and just chill a little bit so anyway that's why things have been so inconsistent on this podcast Before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to let anybody out there know who's listening and isn't interested that my fiance and I are launching our sixth book club together. This time we are going to be doing The Soul's Code by James Hillman, which I'm super excited about. If you guys have listened to the podcast a lot, I refer to Hillman and his work a lot and he takes a lot of non-traditional approaches to working around particular psychological ideas. For the Soul's Code in particular, he talks about the idea of destiny, fate, building character, and this idea of growing down as opposed to growing up. So he really takes a reversed look at the developmental approach because the developmental approach to a lot of the way that we look at our psychological life can be rigid and and create a lot of stagnant ideas. And so Hillman shakes that up in The Soul's Code. So if you're interested in joining us for this book club, As always, it's pay what you want. It's donation-based, so you get to choose the price. You can find all of the details in the link that I'll put in the show notes on the website. We don't provide the books. You'll have to get the book yourself, but there should be dates on the website of the times that we're going to be meeting. We usually meet on Sunday afternoons um, once a month. So we start our first meeting is on October 30th, so there's some time. But definitely secure your spot if you're looking to join the book club. So into today's content, what I wanted to talk about today is why trauma renegotiation and trauma healing is so confusing. And it was an idea that I was chatting with Rick about on one of our morning walks because he asked, he asked me a question about trauma because actually he's writing the narration for the documentary that we were involved in, the dark doc of our soul, um, talking about post-traumatic growth, how to move about this traumatic world, and I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can check out the teaser to that because it's going to be amazing. But Rick's writing the narration for the doc, which is amazing, but he was asking me a question about trauma and we got into conversation and I was really talking about how trauma renegotiation can be really confusing and the way I described it to him is imagine that you have this mirror that you're looking at and this mirror reflects the true essence of you you and your wholeness and you're put together in the mirror and there's not a distortion in the way that you see yourself so your self-image is not yet distorted in any way. Well, trauma is an inevitable um, when we experience life. It can be a relational trauma. It can be a physical trauma. It can be an emotional trauma. It can be an inescapable attack. It can be so many things. It can be just the too muchness and unbearable experiences that we often encounter in our lives. And so anyway, when trauma happens, imagine that someone like holds a rock Over top of that mirror and and drops it. And so the mirror kind of shatters into different pieces. And not only does that distort the way that you see yourself, you might start to see yourself as broken or again distorted. You might not see yourself in the essence of you completely accurately. And but the most important thing why trauma is so confusing is because when that mirror breaks and those pieces go apart that implies that there's space between the different parts of you. And this is called psychological splitting. And psychological splitting happens when there's this unbearable, immense amount of energy that is intolerable and is not able to be regulated by the psyche, and so the psyche splits. And that creates a fissure or a space or void between those pieces and typically whenever there's space in the psyche something will come in to fill that space ideally in an ideal world it would be wonderful if resource support care love flooded into that space when we experience a trauma most often that does not happen And so what enters into that space is survival-based adaptations. It's your fight-flight-freeze responses and all of the behaviors that are coupled with those survival-based adaptations. And so what happens is not only do we live our lives continuing to see ourselves through this fragmented and distorted lens, we also have a lot of different split-off parts that what fills the space in between those parts is survival adaptations. And from a somatic experiencing approach, what we're trying to do is take little pieces between things that have become what's called uncoupled or overcoupled and work on the energy that is collapsed in that space in between the different parts. And a lot of times because when space occurs in the psyche that can evoke an immense terror or fear, I believe that that's an archetypal experience. Our reaction to this pattern of void, a pattern of emptiness, a pattern of loss, a pattern of like the dark abyss the human psyche, I think that there is an archetypal pattern of a fear response to that. And so not only is there survival-based adaptation in that space, but oftentimes that those adaptations are coupled with terror and fear. And so really we're creating, we're trying to create this counter- Vortex of resource to balance out the fear of space and then go in and pull little pieces out of those spaces and allow those to release, and those pieces that were once fragmented start to come back together. The essence of you starts to come back together. So, trauma healing is really confusing because. When you start to work on those survival-based adaptations or the particular behaviors that flooded into that space when there was trauma, well, again, if you're renegotiating and releasing this stuck energy, there's going to be space again. And this is why trauma healing is really, it's really important to go slow trauma healing because you don't sometimes with cathartic releases and big releases of somatic survival energy it creates again this kind of big space and then your body it's like oh that feels good for like a second or a day and then that survival-based adaptation floods back into that space and so this is why it's really important to go really slow and take a lot of small pieces, because we're working with this survival-based adaptation, creating more space in the system, and then going back and creating resource around having that space. Because so many people are so scared of having more space and expansion in the psyche, because it somatically is a reminder of that traumatic experience when there was space before. And that's why trauma is really confusing because just because there's space and expansion now does not mean that the body is registering that space and expansion as positive, especially if space and expansion have been coupled with traumatic experiences, abandonment, neglect, abuse... And so it's very, very important to like go in, release and move some of that energy and renegotiate it, and then create resource around the new space. And then again, if you do that in a slow titrated way, it helps those pieces that were split move closer together so that when you're releasing survival-based energy... You're not going back into that initial state of space. The space is smaller, it's much more manageable, and there's resource associated with it, which is often what is missing in the initial traumatic experience. And so anyway, I just think that 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 metaphor of, you know, like a mirror being shattered and that's the essence of you and then slowly putting those pieces back together and it's not saying that you're going to go back to this original state of wholeness where your essence has no blemishes or scars or cracks. It's that you start to see the essence of yourself a little bit more accurately than that distorted, fragmented self-image that came about as a response to the traumatic experience. So I hope this made sense. I mean, these are my intuitive musings because I think in images. Another way you could look at this is like a puzzle. Like sometimes, you know, you start out in this world as like a put together puzzle. Everything, every piece is in the right way and then something happens and the puzzle gets, the puzzle gets split apart and your job is to Go in there, ask questions, get curious, have support so that you can start to put those puzzle pieces back together. And again, this isn't going back to original wholeness where innocence and naivety of childish ways of orienting to that self-image we're not really doing that. We're trying to include the reality of your past experiences, but renegotiate the way that your body is receiving that and the way that you are seeing yourself as a result of those bodily responses. So anyway, again, if you guys are interested in the book club, go ahead and head to the show notes and there should be a link on the webpage to just click donate if you choose to join the book club and you offer a donation once i get that via email i can send you all the details um, via email so that is how the book club works but excited to be back a little bit more space in my life for (laughs) for um podcasting and interacting and i appreciate All of the grace along the way, but anyway, I will talk to you guys on Sunday. Bye, guys.